All right, one hour left in the show. Unreal. Unbelievable. What's been your favorite moment of the three guys, one mic era? Having Joe Walsh come back in and play for us? Yeah, a little Funk 47. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I liked Big T's call when he gave all of Grant's credit to Dusty. Love the songs you're playing, <laughs> yeah. Dusty. Yeah. Uh, I, like the six, I like the 816 text here. Do I get any sort of award for staying with you guys the entire show? Seriously, though. Yeah, you, you guys do. have been great, easing my nervous energy. Yeah, you do get a reward, and we're actually going to give you, we're going to present that reward to you coming up at uh, one fifty. Award or reward? Reward. reward. Yeah, we're going to be joined by the, the, the legend Bink for the final oh, segment. yeah. Bink is he currently is out there sobbing because his king, Stetson Bennett, turns out to be a drunk. Hey, yeah, listen, listen, Rob. He's We're trying this, to keep he? things positive today. He's good at this. Stetson Bennett is... And then you just had to invoke a I'm college surpri- football I'm story. I'm also surprised that Rob hasn't done one of these two tweets today. Has anyone seen a picture of the stadium Hold yet? Yeah. Hold or, on. There's a lot of time left today. Is there a big game being played today? Why do Rob you... is big energy on those. Why, I love do you those hate, <laughs> why do you hate everyone who's just trying to have fun and be enthusiastic? If you, if you had a long birthday party last night, yeah. he wants to go back that's home right. and relax. He's got a drinking my, problem, folks. That's not why. Yeah. <laughs> Stinson Bennett, right there. Yeah, Stinson. You guys have Stinson a lot in common, Britain. actually. That's what it is. We're both that 30. Is, um, good. Thank you. Stinson Britton. Me and Stinson are both in our 30s. Uh, Stinson's an old man. Both like underappreciated. Brandon Whedon. And you both uh, you both like to get a little wet, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. So, are we uh, not doing phrasing anymore? Uh, nope. nope, it's done. So, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, guys. Mm-hmm. Just, transition. just 112 yards, seven receptions in his last four games combined. Now, you go back to the, the conversations we had when the Chiefs signed him, the idea that he could come in and be your number one. Well, I guess at the time, we, you still thought Tyreek Hill was going to be in tow, but with him leaving and the Chiefs not really replacing him with a legit number one, it has sort of been a get-in-where-you-fit-in offense for the Chiefs wide receivers. And while Juju has been the most productive receiver, he's definitely been the the Robin to... Travis Kelsey's Batman at no point has he looked like a legit number one where you know game in game out you can count on him and maybe you could argue that's a good thing but now that we're getting to the AFC championship game and you expect your your best players to perform in the most critical junctures of the season do we have heightened expectations for Juju or is it just more of the same which is as long as the offense is humming, I don't really care where the production comes from. I think we expect more of Juju this week. I think the Chiefs are going to need more of Juju this week if they're going to win this football game. The Jags were the worst in the NFL at defending the tight end. We knew that going into the game, and then they really did a good job of showcasing that stat in real time by just not covering Travis Kelsey at any point in the game. Kelsey had, what, 15 catches on 18 targets or some outlandish stat mm-hmm. like that. It was It was silly. Well, the Bengals are better at defending the tight end because they're literally not the worst in the NFL. And I have a hunch all week they were saying, don't let 87 beat us. Was it Julian Edelman who was on inside the NFL? And he was like, they have signs in that facility saying, did you hit Kelsey on that play? So it's pretty clear the Bengals are thinking 87 can't beat us. We made the Giannis or LeBron analogy earlier. I think they have that thought process. We cannot let Travis Kelsey beat us. So if that's the case, someone else has to step up. I don't think... MVS is a consistent enough pass catcher to be that guy. I think Tony slash Hardman, if they're healthy, could be that guy. But the person that Mahomes has looked to in these moments has been Juju Smith-Schuster. And let's be honest, he was brought in for this moment. Hey, the Bengals tested your patience. Can you dink and dunk all day? Well, the Chiefs were like, we don't really have that dink and dunk, go get it, five-yard guy. 
They now have that guy in Juju Smith-Schuster. If the Bengals are going to play, let's test Mahomes' patience. Juju should eat. And if they're going to take Kelsey away, which I imagine is their game plan, Juju should eat. So I expect more of him today because I think the Chiefs need more of him today. If he has two targets or two catches for 12 yards again, like against the Jags, I don't know the Chiefs are up, you know, 27-17 late in the game. I would be stunned by that development. I'd like to see Juju get off to an early start to where you can then kind of ease away the Travis Kelsey because football is so instantaneously followed by coordinators that if they come out and it's like, hey, here's Juju's first, the first drive, let's say they do the 15 and, and it's, you know, a touchdown, they go down the field, three and a half minutes, 75 yards, whatever it is, and Juju has... 25 of those 30 of those yards on three catches and, and, and really is a, is a chain mover that will ease the, the attention to Travis Kelsey. Like you had, you had mentioned in your, in your last rant there, which is, you know, if you can get Travis Kelsey open and, and give him just a little bit of breathing room and then like, if so factos, the, the juju and the Travis Kelsey combination, because again, they essentially run the same route parallel to each other. And you get to the point where it's like, okay, it's third and three, now it's Travis Kelsey's obviously the guy you're going to cover because that's probably going to be read one. If you look over at Juju Smith-Schuster and he's making those plays work, eventually you're going to be able to like bait the defense into thinking nine's getting it or 87's getting it. And then that also opens up the run. So I'm, I'm kind of on this Juju thing. Like if you can get him going and get him going early, it will open up every single thing else that you need to kind of attack the Cincinnati defense. I will say this. Mine was not a rant. If you want to see I me rant, rant, I didn't mean rant. If you I want to see like, me rant, point out someone on social media having a good time, and I will get them. Yeah, I didn't mean rant. I apologize. Yeah, I, w- I would say that in the last four games, Kadarius Tony has more receiving yards and more receptions than Juju Smith-Schuster does. Now, that's not a high threshold to clear, but given the amount that Juju plays, like he still gets the snap count of a number one receiver despite not getting the targets or receptions. Yeah. Kadarius Tony has not played more than 20 snaps in a game over the last four weeks. What's, what was that guy's, was it Hurst? Is that who said? Hayden not, Hurst. Not Hayden Hurst. What was the guy that said the Burrow headline? Uh, Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton. Hilton, yeah. Would you rather see Hilton on like a free safety blitz and Jarek McKinnon absolutely light him up? Or would you rather see Kadarius Tony streak out and get Eli Apple on just burnt toast? Tony. Apple. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the apple get smoked. Okay. Yeah, and I think because I mean, because the, the way that McKinnon hit Diablo against the Raiders in that game, if that's if that's the guy that said Burrowhead coming in and he gets that, I mean, good lord. Well, I keep thinking back to I think it was the Raiders game in Week 18 where uh, Lewis Riddick said during the broadcast that Brett Veach had told him that he wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the season, Kadarius Tony was the best receiver on the team. I'm paraphrasing mm. here. Yeah, but I do think from a skill set perspective. If this guy had the full off season and a full season of being around the team and, and learning the playbook, I do think Darius Tony would be the number one on this team. I think he would be the number one receiver because he profiles to be a number one in a way that Juju doesn't. That's not to take away anything from Juju. I think he's been really solid. He's been everything that you would have hoped you would get for him. But what he doesn't do is take the top off a of defense, and he's not somebody who can turn – uh, play at the line of scrimmage into a 30-yard play downfield by making a few guys miss. Like, Tony is electric with the ball in his hands, and he's someone I feel like Mahomes can trust more to just, like, I'm going to chuck it up, and you're going to go get it because you're a freak. I get what you're saying. I, I Lewis Riddick, I did say that. I remember that in the broadcast. And Kadarius Tony has all the skills to be that. I'm always going to grain of salt these things because 
no GM is ever going to tell a broadcaster, you know, this guy on my team, he sucks. I, I'm not. A I fan. don't think that's what he was doing. You know what I think you know he was what? doing? I think I think Brett Veach has gassed up guys like that before, and there was a hype in this town, and it, they did not reach that level. So you know I what think he was Tony doing? He was priming the pump. He was priming the pump for when the Chiefs don't resign Juju this offseason. That's a hundred percent. That I will believe. But as far as saying the Kadarius Tony's the best receiver on this team already. We, we've heard comments in that similar vein about other players, and they failed to hit that But do level. you agree that, like, from, from a talent perspective, like... He's the most talented receiver yeah. on the roster. Yeah, I would agree with that. I just think that they're using him in a limited role because they know he only knows X amount of he plays, right? He also is a constant injury fear. I mean, he's been injured twice this season, once the Chiefs. I think, I think you ease him in because I think they're trying to limit his practice reps because it's been soft tissue injuries, which is part of the story with Kadarius Tony. That's part of the name of the game here, but... Yeah, I would say he's the most physically gifted receiver the Chiefs have. How long do you think Andy Reid's been building the playbook of secrets? Like, Kadarius Tony, McCall Hardman's been held out. Here we go, AFC Championship game. Is there, like, a, a new... A 100%, yeah. dude. Like, it's got it's got crispy pages, still smells like it just came out of the library. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what we I say love that, but he didn't do that in right. any AFC Championship game in Kansas City. Has this there one been a just play? seems a little different. Has there been a play in these four but, games you've been like, ooh, he's been hiding that? Like, the, the iconic ones, the Mahomes run against the Titans. That wasn't some drawn-up, oh, my God, it was Mahomes being Mahomes. That was improvisation. The, Bill, the Bills game was just who remembers anything about it other than they just smoked the Bills. The Patriots game, they lose, but there's nothing in the offense. You went, oh, that's a nice little wrinkle. And but last, I, year, but, against okay, the, but, last but, year against the Bengals, there wasn't like a but that's wow. never. But that's never how I don't think coaches go into a – I don't think they go into a game saying we're running this play this week. It's all situational. And if they get mm-hmm. to the point where they're like, I think they have, I it's think they third and goal from the two. And they're like, let's run that play here. I think they go into games thinking we're running this play this week. I think, I think they were going to run the ring around the Rosie play, no matter what against the Raiders. I think they had prepared all week. We are ring arounding the Rosie against the Raiders. I think they had that prepped all week. I think they have little trick plays and things like that prepped all week against these teams. I, I think what you're saying is true, but I think it's not mutually exclusive to the fact that we have plays we are picking just for this well, game. Well, I think the Chiefs do – what I think Andy Reid does better than any coach in the NFL is he's running stuff early in the season just to set up something three months later because he just wants to get it on tape where he's got all this misdirection and he's got Jarek McKinnon moving around in the backfield and he's got Noah Gray going under center taking the snap – He's running these plays. Yes, you hope you pick up the yards to gain or whatever the situation is. But I think he's also doing it because he knows that the next time I put the ball in this situation, you're going to think one thing's coming. And now I've added a new wrinkle and I've got you playing on your heels. That is what Andy, he set up, man. And he plays that long game better than any coach in the NFL. And I don't know if he'll end up pulling any of those bags or those tricks out of his bag today. But I mean, there's a reason why he sets some of that stuff up. And it wouldn't shock me whatsoever if he tries to. Leverage it against Cincinnati later this afternoon. We got Josh Klingler who's going to join us coming up here about 15 minutes or so. How about on the other side of the ball? What kind of tricks does Steve Spagnolo have up his sleeve? We'll discuss it on the other side with Rob Britton, Dusty Likens, Grant Nicholson. I'm Nick Schwartz, 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. We got 30 minutes left in the show. Uh, major report just coming from Jay Glazer. Uh, this is just one minute ago on the Fox Sports pregame show reporting that Travis Kelsey is a game time decision for today's game. Says that his back seized up uh, going up for a, pra- uh, a pass on Friday afternoon during practice. They gave him anti inflammatories 
on Friday, Saturday, and again this morning. And Glazer labeled it as, quote, a major question mark. But the he Chiefs said- need to see him out on the field before the game to have any idea if he's actually going to be able to go. But it sounds like this is not just some sort of weird little gamesmanship thing. Yeah, this is this is the first time we've heard a report more than just, ah, he full participant practice, back, back, we'll just see what happens. This, uh, yeah, that's, that's, the Chiefs have, the Chiefs' chances of winning drop significantly if yeah. Travis Kelsey doesn't play. And it doesn't sound like Travis Kelsey is going to be near 100%. So that's extremely notable uh, from Jay Glazer. Okay, well. Those are two bold takes by me. If, if their two best players aren't healthy. Yeah, yeah that is. Uh, that's why they call you. That's why they call you a quick shoot and rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it with uh, a man who needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. He is the host of Festco in the Morning. You can hear him on the sidelines on the Chiefs broadcast with Mitch Holtis and Dana Hughes this afternoon. The one and only Josh Klingler joins us now on 610 Sports Radio. Hello, Josh. Let's make it clear. I definitively want an introduction, though. Okay. Well, you got one. Did, I mean, was okay, that, did you want more of one? No, 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 that's fine. That's okay. fine. Um, uh, let's start right there with the Travis Kelsey news. I know we heard this on Friday, and it was kind of weird timing. And because mm-hmm. he has been sort of an Iron Man over the years, I certainly didn't think much of it. I don't know what everybody else in Chiefs Kingdom was thinking of it. But now hearing that uh, he's a game-time decision for this afternoon's game, uh, where are we at in the panic meter? Yeah, well, I was, I was poking around a little bit yesterday, too, and kind of asking those same questions. I'm like, is this a spasm? Um, is this, you know, yeah, woke up, woke up with a little back spasm and not a big deal and was kind of just told, Hey, watch warmups and thought, okay, well, maybe it is a little bit more than, than, you know, just the, uh, kind of late in the week tweak. So, uh, so we'll see. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of watching warmups and probably lots, a lot of watching as the game's going on today, not just for, uh, Patrick Mahomes, but now Travis Kelsey as well. So yeah, keeping an eye on those guys, especially early, no one's taking the field. Uh, just yet, but uh, kind of keeping an eye on on how they're looking, running around and, and, and getting out there. And hopefully there's nothing. Hopefully we see kind of the normal Travis and normal Patrick go through their pregame routines and everybody will feel a lot better about it, even if they're not 100%, knowing that they can at least, you know, give it their full go. Yeah, this is an, I made an impossible question to answer, Kling, and I apologize. But even if they in warm-ups run around and look like their normal selves, I don't, I don't think we'll know if they're actually normal until gameplay starts, right? Because as much right. as warm-ups indicate what the game's going to be, football's football. Yeah, and even, even Mahomes said that during the week, right? He's like, you know, I, I, I probably won't know anything definitive till till the, till the game gets going and I'm running around. And so, yeah, a lot of it's going to be that. But I, I do think that, you know, they do their testing, obviously, early on. So, uh, and it's usually right on the field unless they, you know, keep those guys behind closed doors today or, or do it down at the practice facility or something. You could see that as well, uh, especially this time of the year, right? Uh, do their testing away from the, uh, the eyes of everybody and, uh, and, and fake their way through it. So, we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to see everybody give it at least a go today because we know – there's no tomorrow. Can they win this game without Travis Kelsey? Tough. I mean, really tough, especially when you're asking. I mean, we, we know that they have fed the tight end. They've fed the running backs out of the backfield and, and gotten whatever on a particular day from the, from the wide receivers, but it's not always been consistent, right? So um, it's going to be difficult. Probably going to see Jody Fortson back. You're probably going to see that anyway today. Um, this was before the, 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 the Kelsey stuff went down. They were going to try to get him activated anyway. So, it gives you an extra kind of tight end body, but, uh, but yeah, pretty, pretty tough ask when you're obviously your main marked guy uh, might not be able to go. So we'll see. Has this 
kind of swayed where you feel going into the game with this news <laughs> or have you were are you still at the same level you were when you got into the uh, vehicle and headed there um the, the vehicle nil no, because i think i was going to be watching him anyway um in warm-ups so mm-hmm. i was kind of in that camp i don't know that it's i mean it's i guess it's the normal emotions right yeah. they're riding the wave of the week uh so yeah as you and i as you and i parted ways on friday dusty i mean we were you know, chest bumping and every, mm-hmm. everything was great, right? And then, then the kind of the, <laughs> the doubt kind of creeps in and the nerves kind of creep in. And so, yeah, every little, I guess, uh, this and that of this matchup, right? One little thing happens here. One little thing happens here. How does the domino effect of it all? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's compelling. But I guess exactly right where this game should be, that this, this should be a no one knows, let's kick it off and see what happens kind of game. And we're definitely heading towards that. Well, if I would have told you on Saturday night that uh, Patrick Mahomes' ankle wouldn't be the biggest story heading into this game, there is no way you would have believed me. It's actually now the lower back of uh, Travis Kelsey. So no big deal. Only the two most important players on your team. Does Chris Jones have like a nagging hamstring injury that, I, uh, that we I don't, don't know about? I don't want to ask. I don't even want to ask. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know at this point. But no, I think, I think he's, ready, he's ready to go. I think his his presser the other day told you he was pretty ready to go. Yeah, what'd you make of that? He was he was not necessarily coming right out and saying it, but a few nods to the Burrowhead comments made by Cincinnati cornerback Mike Hilton. Uh, sounds like he's heard what uh, since he's had to say this week. Yeah, I think I think smartly treading the line of, of where his head coach wants him to be. Right, like don't do anything. But uh, I see a teetering line. You know, you know what's been happening. You know what's been being said. So uh, you know, just be smart about it. And I think he was he was right right on that line. I thought nice and nice and subtle. You know, whatever the two or three times he he mentioned it. I think uh, just kind of making the point that everybody knows what the talk has been this week. There's no problem with that. So um, as if he needed any more motivation. I mean, he's a guy that hey, this is everything's out there for Chris Jones, right? Missed a couple of key opportunities to get Burrow on the ground, which could have been game changing plays last year. And so if that was your entire fuel for your off season, today is the day to make up for it. Kling, I, I'm only going to speak for myself. I love the war of words because I think too often in the NFL, we get the stale canned answers and everyone respects everyone. And, you know, they're a good, well-coached team and uh, we're looking forward to the challenge. That's what you get from all 32 teams down in the NFL. And you've kind of taken a little of that zest, a little of that juice out of, you know, rivalry games. But this, this now feels like old school Marty versus the Raiders. These two teams clearly don't like each other. They're clearly talking smack. It feels like Kansas, Missouri. It feels like Kansas, Kansas State. It feels like there's something extra to this game, which I personally love. It looks like we have a legitimate, authentic rivalry in the NFL again. Yeah, it feels like that heavyweight bout where the the, the two guys got nose to nose in the press conference and their their entourages were pushing and shoving one another, <laughs> and then we come on and have a great heavyweight fight. I think <laughs> that's got the opportunity to to, to be that. So. Yeah, you don't always see that, and I, I do appreciate that. You know, the, the Chiefs for the most part took the uh, the high road on that because I think that was kind of a smart play in that moment. But they they knew full well what was being kind of lobbed from the other side too, and and you know took their shots. You know, even if it was kind of subtly, like like Jones did. I think I think that was the the proper way. We all knew what they meant, right? I think we got enough of the 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 venom without it being uh, you know I guess past Andy Reid's liking. <laughs> Well, Kling, uh, we know it's going to be cold down there on the sidelines mm-hmm. today. I think the projected temperature is going to be around 21 degrees at kickoff. We could see wind gusts up to 18 miles an hour. Uh, so I guess the big question that everybody in Chiefs Kingdom wants to know is, will you will you keep uh, a baked potato in your hand warmer? <laughs> and at what point do you, do you, do you shift from it being a device to keep your hands warm to sustenance, some, a nice little snack throughout the game? 
Yeah, I don't think I'll I don't think I'll go to the snack on it, but um, I'm all for anything and everything that can be used as a as a as a warmer. So as long as that baked potato stays stays nice and warm, I think I'll I'll keep it uh, as a baked potato just baked potato hand warmer, I should say, rather than a than a meal. I I have been known to get the halftime like hot dog or something, but um, usually I can wait until halftime or after the game. So probably nothing in game, but I'll use it exclusively as the hand warmer as need be. Well, you can't go anywhere at halftime because you're your guy, uh, Fat Joe, and he yeah, that's true. true. You can't go anywhere. That's true. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't leave when uh, when the stakes get high and the Mm -hmm. performers continue to push the. uh, the uh, the volume button up one more. So hey, one more real quick, kind of serious. Who's 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 this game bigger for? Patrick Mahomes, or Andy Reid. Um, or I guess who wants it? who wants it more? Oh, who wants it more? Yeah. That might be two different questions. Yeah, it right? is two different questions. Um, who wants? It I think more? The, I think the, I think the want is is Mahomes because he's in it. Like Andy Reid can still treat this as like another game, kind of, and he he does to a certain extent, right? Not that to say he doesn't want it, but he can kind of. I feel like compartmentalize uh, in, in a way that the few can, like this is a game. Let's prepare for this game and whatever comes from this game. I think Patrick wants this one. Cause this is, there's a lot, so much buildup to this one. So I think from the want to, I'll go Patrick from the, who needs it. Um, they, they probably both do to a certain extent, but I think we know whose clock is ticking faster. So I guess I'd go Andy Reed. Uh, Josh, could we, you've been so generous with your time. Could we trouble you for a prediction before we let you get on with your afternoon? Well, I, I went Friday, Dusty, remind me Friday. I think it said 27, 21. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't tend to mix it up. It'd be smart if I did like, just keep changing it. Like the 18 times you're asked about it, just give a different score and you'll land on one. Um, so I'm going to, but I'm going to stay with, with what I uh, thought on Friday. I think uh, a close game, Neither getting in the 30s because I think the defenses are going to have some say in this one. And I like Chiefs 27-21. So you're saying the Kelsey news has not affected your thought process in this game, basically? Um, not at the moment, but, you know, I got three and a half hours. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of data still out there to see. You're going to need you to yep. zoom in on that back the entire uh, workout so we can kind of see. Now that it's gone from ankle gate to back gate, that's where we're at. Exactly, exactly. Hey, thank you for your time, Josh, and uh, we love you. We love you. We love All you right. so much. Have a great day. All right. We'll be on pregame at two. See you guys. All right. See you later. Didn't say it back. Didn't say it back. It's a big matzo ball hanging out there, buddy. Yeah. Matzo ball. See what I did there? It's a Seinfeld reference. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. That's for the older uh-huh. listeners. I'm big with the 65-plus crowd. Yeah. That would make sense because you have a real get off my lawn energy today. And the heavy sigh guy. Anybody, Those guys love that. Yeah. yeah, just a big old heavy exhale. I'll tell you what. <laughs> one, one, guy's, one guy's got a powerful set of lungs on him. Jay Binkley is going to join us in studio. We're going to tie a bow on this puppy coming up next. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Coming down the home stretch here, three guys, one mic, 610 Sports Radio, Kansas City. It's kind of BS, if you ask me. That's Dusty Likens. I'm uh, pissed, man. You called yeah. me to get off my lawn energy I, guy. I, I have 100% easy, credibility guys. here. Easy. Right, time everybody. Out. Text line, you could say this. 8, 913-586-7610. 
I have been up here since 8 o'clock in the morning. Yes. My roommate and I are having people over the game. We're smoking three racks of ribs. I've already, we've already got all the food. Thanks for the I invite. Just gen- Come on. You're going to drive at least Summit for the AFC Championship game at 5 o'clock where you're going to sit at your house and house beers. Now you had no. a big party last night, right? So the other thing, too, here is so to paint the scene, I just casually asked, hey, man, have you got any brews for the day or anything like that? No. And I think we also might need to get some paper plates. The hell have you been doing all day? Mm. The ribs are yeah. on a Traeger, so you don't need to be, like, attentive to it. We live six minutes from High V. 15 total minutes, you're there and gone. Nothing. Any Sounds chance, like an ex-friend. Any chance your roommate is listening right now? No. Okay, he's like, sitting what? on the couch. He sounds anything. like a major deadbeat. He really does. It's like, what are I'd you get doing? a new friend. What are you doing? <laughs> it's a roommate. I'd get a new roommate. See, that dude Can't Bink, do that. Okay, that's Jay Binkley, by the way, who's joining yep. us in studio. Bink, that is commonly your answer for any dilemma but in do life. I have it is, but it's this, like, just give up and, give up and things, start over. But these are things you have to plan but for. But do you I have, have a reason to bitch? Yes, yeah, 100% you do. Okay. These are things you plan for. And if he's not doing something and Dusty's at a job working, go to the damn store. Because now Dusty is going to be in a predicament during the NFC title game. Getting paper plates and yeah. beers for everybody coming over. Still haven't showered. I've taken two craps today, so you know I have to. Oh, you can go without the shower room. No, I have to. If you're having people over, you got to shower. It's sticky down there. <laughs> so I got I got a shower still. Now apparently instead of just going to the liquor store, not only do, <laughs> sticky, not only do I have to go to the liquor store, now I've got to go down aisle seven at High V and go get paper freaking plates. Use, I paper, have every, use paper towels or use your hands, man. I'm not Don't, getting yeah. paper plates. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't I'm either. not doing it. I wouldn't either. Wait, did Kiss you, my ass. Okay. And get a new friend. All right. All right. I we're on your side. Friend. Hey, we're on your You're side. You're not, though. You've never once said you have a reason to be complaining about right now. But I think my, I think my attitude has lent itself towards that. I think uh, you know I'm on uh, your side. I called uh, your roommate, I called a, new your roommate a deadbeat. Just find somebody else. I think he is listening. There's a lot of people in this world. Well, hey, you need to be listening, man. You need to shape no, up. No, yeah, what you're doing he's to Dusty's in the car wrong. We should, to high V. Yeah, we should be in the he car right now and helping Dusty. the ribs. You said you were going to make it, make already on the way and get it. You guys can all blank. Hey, yeah. dude, guy, you got to, you got you're, how old is this guy? 32, 33? My age, 34. He doesn't want all the smoke. It's time. Huh? It's time to, just, to be fair, I said I could bit. pick up the beers on the way home. You could. But I mean, it's, it's also could have done it yesterday. But like again, who's who's keeping track? No one's keeping score. Apparently, well, Dusty's keeping score. Dusty's definitely keeping score, and he sees himself blowing out his roommate right now. No, I like him too much. Too he's much a nice guy. Okay, so we're back. Yeah. So we're but, back. But what, on, he, what he's but, doing today is not the, nice. My thing the is, is like, hey, he's a great guy. I know there might be the gesture <laughs> of like, hey, instead of you know you doing, it, don't worry, I got nothing else going on. That's what happens when you get a roommate, man. Fight anyone. Uh, Bink, what do you... Uh, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. All right, you're right. Bink, you like, you like this guy, we right? wanted to bring you in today, obviously. There's just, you know, so much to discuss. So I really want to start right here. What are, you, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing this afternoon? What are your plans? Uh, watching the game, Okay, actually, yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, how sad are you about Stetson Bennett? Uh, you know what? The whole Stetson Bennett thing. If this happens <laughs> in Georgia, he's a, he, okay. he, they don't Bink, take him in. Bink, you got 10 seconds on Stetson Bennett. Ten seconds on Stetson Bennett. Yeah, this is in Dallas, in Georgia. He, the, he, they take him home. Mister Bennett, would you like a ride home? That's what you do. You've been having too much to drink. All right, let's go home. All right, moving on to Travis Kelsey, which is now in the yeah. last hour become the biggest story of the day. Mm-hmm. Like big, is. this is Travis Kelsey's back is now a bigger story than Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Who I think we all agree, if Mahomes is not at one hundred percent, he's going to be at ninety five percent or ninety percent, which is still better than any every quarterback in the NFL. Kelsey, on the other hand, though, uh, now all of a sudden, Jay Glazer reporting that he is a game-time decision. Let me ask. Let me start here. 
any chance that this is just some form of gamesmanship from the Chiefs? I don't think it's gamesmanship. I mean, they'll do the uh, modern medicine treatments and try to get him on the field, which just being on the field is a decoy. I mean, if they don't plan on using him a lot, just him being out there, the presence of Kelsey being out there is a big difference. It kind of sucks, though, because for Mahomes, because I do think the Chiefs are going to try to slow him into the game, ease him into the game. A lot of passes out of the backfield to Jarrett McKinnon, some quick hitters, because Travis Kelsey's been the quick hitter guy in this postseason. You know, it's racking up the catches, but not a ton of yards. You know, the, the short passes and whatnot to Travis Kelsey. Make him down to Jordy Fortson in the red zone, huh? I'm scared. You should I'm, be. This is the two I'm biggest legit. weapons, the biggest game. I mean, I know I'm, the Bengals no, are without three I'm, linemen. But. I'm legit scared because we were told all week to stay calm. It's the week 21. Everyone's hurt. And now it's like they're going to have to see him go and warm up, see if he can play. It's not the fact that he'll be limited. or that It's like they're legit going to have to watch warm-ups and see how he plays to see – they can't win this game without Travis Kelsey. He is the offense. He's also the 1,300 yards. He's the only Chiefs receiver over 1,000 yards. He's not even a receiver. I know, but he kind of is. But he's the only pass catcher for the Chiefs over 1,000 yards, which that's huge. He is the Chiefs offense. On top, on top of the injury, mm-hmm. I think the timeline of when it happened, too, is because you're not inputting a new game plan on Saturday. Let's say Kelsey warms up out there and it spasms up and they're like, he can't go. I mean, you can't really just put Blake Bell and be like, hey, the game plan we had is now Blake it Bell. Be it's dramatic. It would be Noah Gray. Noah Gray. It's still a significant drop-off. Is it? it and it's a last is it, or, is Noah, or is Noah Gray the future? But the last play in practice. Who was I mean, the, what, what, who wasn't the, the luck on that? ACL out this year at the last play of practice? Somebody did that this year for another team, like blew their knee out on it was the in, last. It was in, uh, in uh, training camp, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like the, it was a, oh, God, I forget who it was. Somebody did it. But that's just, why is he even practicing? So we yeah. have 21. Why I mean, does Travis Kelsey even need to practice? And, you know Andy Reid as old school as they come. I'm, yeah, you asked the question. I'm answering know, the question. Like, so but, is Andy Reid on the hot seat? No. no. <laughs> but it's just like, why? It, it just sucks that it's the last play of practice. Like, it is. I mean, we're sitting here. It's the biggest game in the city. I mean, it's not the biggest game he's ever played in, no, but it's the biggest game right now. The biggest game right now. And you want to beat the Bengals. You want a fair Ugh. fight. You want a fair fight. You don't want one hand tied behind your back in this fight. You want it fair and square. If Travis Kelsey is going to play this game, and I fully expect for him to go over. Yeah, but to what like level? Yeah, I bet you. I mean, like, where, where, what do you want? What do you guys want to set the over under on receiving yards for Travis Kelsey? But just being, out, but just being out there, he's a tremendous decoy. I'd put it even at if six they want to use him or limit the usage of Travis Kelsey. I mean, I am concerned about it when he is in there as a blocker if he's got the bad back, but he, I think he's a decoy for this team. I would tell you, I'll tell you this right now. I, if, like, hypothetically, if Travis Kelsey couldn't go, Noah Gray would just have seven catches for 65 yards. Like Jody Fortson, touchdown in the red zone? They'll, they'll, find a way, they'll find a way to get by with that. I get it. Like, I'm, I'm worried about it, too, but, like, they're going to – he's going to be out there, and even when he's not out there, this, this offense has moved the ball – Independent of one player, better than any yeah, offense I'm not, in the I'm not NFL. saying they get shut out or anything obnoxious like that, but I'm saying the offense goes from an A plus to now, even with Kelsey a little bum, it goes to probably a B plus. And if he's an out, it's a C plus. And you're going up against one of the best offenses in the NFL, yeah. one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and one of the best pass catching groups in the NFL. You have to have points in this game to win. And if you don't have your primary weapon, you're looking around. And you're like, can we can we keep up in this track meet? And that that's where my concern. That's lies. why I've been a huge advocate on the Chiefs eventually finding another tight end besides the Noah Gray and guys like this because we take it for granted Travis Kelsey's health. Like we take it for granted he shows up every single game as good as he is because of moments like this. Text line says, guys, Patrick threw almost 3,000 yards to t- charge two players other than Travis Kelsey. 
Yeah, but Travis Kelsey was on the field for those and was yeah. effective. Travis Kelsey them. opens everybody else up. Just, my rose-colored glasses right. are gone. All right, well, we got no, about, about 60 seconds yep. left. Let's hear the prediction. Let's go with you, Mr. Doom and Gloom. That could be me or you. Which, okay. which, which Remember Doom Burton said, if you're scared, you get it all. I'll be Gloom. I'm going to say now 28 to 21, Chiefs. Oh, so now well, they only win by a touchdown. <laughs> now they only cover by five. Yeah, I had it 31-17 on Friday at Rally House. 28-21, Chiefs. Uh, if Travis Kelsey can't go... Or isn't uh, at two o'clock or one fifty six, whatever it is, I'm gonna take the Bengals because of the Kelsey news, thirty one twenty seven. Mm. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to dominate the Bengals up front, both sides of the ball. I'm not wavering. 27 to 24. Are you even let me, dude, are you <laughs> kidding me? I'm I trying didn't to get even it in. say it. I'm trying to get it in. That's what she said. But go ahead. And by the way, you have your own show. Guys, you didn't even let me finish. Yeah, it's after the game, not before it. Okay. Have you ever met JB? Listen, listen. He gets excited this time of day. All right, fine. No, no prediction for me. Fine. You know what? Fine. No, no, no I prediction. I want to hear it. I'm sure it's exhilarating. Is that sarcasm I'm sensing? Get to the prediction. 31-24. Who? Oh, They're going to dominate but win by seven. You're the exact same. Uh, that's, a that's a cover. <laughs> that's a cover. That's how. And you're a cover <laughs> up. That's the definition. Suck. Worst use of five hours of my life. Whoever wins, I'll give you that as my Dusty prediction. Dusty Likens, the the game. <laughs> Rob Britton, Grant Nicholson. You can hear Bink after the game. I'm Nick Schwartz. Thanks baby. for tuning in. Go Chiefs. Let's go. Listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.